Ah, oh, for Christ's sake, Anakin. Hello and welcome to episode 13 of For Christ's Sake, Anakin. I'm your host, Matthew Neugebauer, coming to you live to air from it was a cooler, more autumny day in uh, suburban Toronto, Ontario, Canada. It's darker now. It's kind of cool. Sun is starting to set uh, earlier, and that's signs of fall here in October of 2017. Um, Rebels Season 4. Rebels Returns. Uh, new season airs just this coming coming Monday. Give me weird hours. I may actually end up staying up for it, but that's a whole other discussion. Uh, first of all, let's get to some of the news. I'm going to do this again. Trailer. We had a trailer. Um, if you're if you're listening to this episode, chances are you've either seen the trailer or have made a conscious decision not to see the trailer uh, for The Last Jedi, of course, is what I'm talking about. And, uh, yeah, I, I uploaded my my thoughts on it already in Rogue 2, the Rogue 2 episode, um, just the other day, and alongside some other things I wanted to say about the Star Trek discussion. Um, I'm still, frankly, I, I'm content with it. I'm, it wasn't, again, it wasn't like, <gasps> I gotta see this movie now, when is it coming out, blah, 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 this rush of emotion. It was more, okay, taking this by the hand, this is where we're going. Um, strap yourself in, because it's going to be a roller coaster, but uh, more still settled, rather than settled, and these are the types of questions, and we're going to carry you through them responsibly, uh, was my response to it. Go into more detail in that episode, if you, in the uh, Rogue 2 episode that I did just the other day, um, give that a listen, if you want, if you don't. And you don't want to see the trailer or hear anything spoiled whatsoever. No worries. Um, Frankly, I'm good with all the coverage on the trailer so far. I don't plan on listening to any, watching any more in-depth breakdowns. I know that some people did a trailer council. Um, Some podcasters got together and did a a council on the trailer. That's great. Um, I'm sure they have some, some wonderful speculation. I'm good. I'm kind of rather just go in, here on in, whatever kind of TV spots they might throw at us. But other than that, uh, I still haven't bought my tickets yet just because I'm waiting on some things to to work out. But um, yeah, we'll be, of course, planning on seeing it. Force Awakens and Rogue One, I ended up seeing once per weekend, um, every weekend, so... Uh, I think that's likely going to be the case. I also don't want to see Last Jedi. Frankly, I'd rather see it in 2D the first time. Um, find 3D can be a little hard on the eyes uh, at first, at least. So, anyway, that's the 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 thing about the trailer. Um, one other piece of news to pass along. It's, it is relevant to to our topic at hand today. Uh, Timothy's on at New York Comic Con. This is exciting. He uh, unveiled that he's going to be writing a new Thrawn novel, and um, I can't say enough good things about the last Thrawn novel. It was it was just fantastic. This time around, uh, Darth Sir Lord Vader is going to be in it, uh, which excites me even more. 
obviously, just because it's, it's Darth Vader, but also because in the, in the Thrawn novel, hold on, I'm not spoiling too much here, um, indicates that uh, he had met Anakin Skywalker. Thrawn himself had met him. Somehow, and so, it raises the question, does Thrawn know or suspect? I think, I think he kind of does suspect something about who Darth Vader really is, or at least was, and claims to have killed on the on the fiery beach of Mustafar. Um, but we don't know. We'll see how that pans out. Maybe, who knows if anything about Anakin's identity is going to come up there. Probably more story I'm guessing is going to more focus on Thrawn himself and learning how to work the Empire and be more politically astute. Um, that was definitely intentionally written in the novel as a failing of his and of course Vader doesn't need to be politically astute he's Palpatine's number two he just needs to go in there red lights are blazing and do what Palpatine wants and uh you know I mean he's expected to be planning behind his back but as all Sith do but uh, his position politically is never, I mean, just everyone's afraid of him. So, um, uh, so, so that'll be interesting. We'll see. So we'll see what that relationship comes about. Maybe Vader isn't in it as much. Maybe it's just more about Thrawn. And I, I'm, I suspect Arinda Price is going to be in it. Um, Governor Price. Um, just because those two seem to be linked, uh, you know, Thrawn and, and Price in both the novel and in Rebels, Star Wars Rebels, the, the two characters do seem to be linked there. So that's my guess. Uh, they were written pretty well in, in the, well, Price was written pretty well in the novel too. So uh, there's that bit of news. How am I Star Warsing? Well, I'm still reading Certain Point of View, still working through that. I read uh, Claudia Ray's uh, short story yet again. And uh, second time around, still just as good. Um, John Jackson Miller's was very interesting. Um, I, I, I mentioned, I was reading, I read uh, his his Legends novel, Kenobi, that had just hit, just got before the 2014 cutoff. Or else it might have been canon. Um, very great example, his short story, his version, his short story of, in, in from a certain point of view, John Jackson Miller's very, I, I tweeted this very excellent uh, example of what the shadow canon can be. Because there are things in there, I won't spoil it, things in there that refer, could refer very easily to two things that happen in this novel. Uh, there is one character uh, other than Kenobi, of course. <laughs> there is another character in there that pops up in this novel, in this short story, rather. and um, Yeah, so the idea of shadow canon being things from legends that haven't been, uh, haven't been denied, or, or whatever the word would be, um, taken out, or contradicted, that's the word. Things in legends that haven't been contradicted, or even if they have, uh, the, the sense and the aspects and the ideas can find their way back into canon, you know, as if Kenobi, this is the novel is 
maybe a tale that someone might tell in universe or something. I mean, that's multiple definitions of what legends might entail here. Um, so yeah, I'm still reading through that. Uh, I I might get into speaking of legends, get into uh, Tales of the Jedi now that I finally collected all the all the issues uh, the '90s comic book run. Uh, so I might get into that tonight. I told myself once I collected them all, I'd give them a read. So now that I've collected them all, I will uh, swig of water time. And of course, here's 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 my master segue. You guys ready for this? Um, I'm also re- watching some uh, rewatching some Rebels episodes just to prepare. Uh, watch Twilight the Apprentice. I, now that I have the whole series on Blu-ray now, seasons one to three at least. Uh, watch Twilight the Apprentice. Uh, watched uh, watch Trials of the Dark Saber. Um, today I watched Twin Suns and uh, Zero Hour. I believe the se- the season three finale is called Zero Hour. As I drop some things from the desk, uh, yeah. Anyway, I'll, if I'm wrong about that, then yeah, okay, sorry. <laughs> um, season three finale, and just to prepare, just to remind myself, where do we leave off? Uh, of course, I have seen the season, uh, the season four premiere. I saw that at Fan Expo and. Gave my review there. Um, before I, so before I dive into my thoughts first on on Rebels, uh, two bits of housekeeping. I said I'd give. I was debating whether or not to give spoiler reviews of each episode or non-spoiler. I'm gonna go with non-spoiler reviews as part of the kind of the news slash Star Warsing section of each episode here. Um, I'm gonna give non-spoiler reviews just. I don't want to discourage people from listening <laughs> to, to my podcast if they haven't don't have access to um, to to the show or to Disney XD or what have you. Um, also, because I, I'm quite spoiler averse myself, and so uh, I want to be careful about that. Um, the only time I will spoil something is maybe a few months later. I kind of give that. Uh, Lift that embargo for myself there. Um, another bit of housekeeping is a bit of a correction in that Rogue 2 episode. I referred to Instagram user that uh, constantly brings up parallels between the trilogies, the prequels, and the original. I said his name. I've said it properly before. Mike Climo is his name, and that's his Instagram account. Um, again, fantastic. I, I came across him again in... Uh, in this, in a YouTube document, well, yeah, I guess you can rent it on YouTube. It's a documentary uh, that someone else did about rediscovering the prequels and Ring Theory, and, and Ring Theory itself may not be. I don't know. I mean, some people at Lucasfilm Story Group say it isn't necessarily true. Uh, Matt Martin, I think, said that, but there, there are. I mean, nobody denies that there are resonances and uh, ties that really bind things together that uh, you know how the trilogies help each other understand each other so uh, Mike Climo my apologies Joe is a cool name but his name is Mike (laughs) Um, okay so Rebels Star Wars Rebels and speaking of those links between the trilogies um, 
first I'll talk about, so the, what we're going to do here is going to talk about some thoughts about the series uh, that we've come to so far, and then uh, some things I want to see in season four. So, yeah, like every series, even Clone Wars had to do this, like just about a lot of TV shows. Um, they want, they somewhat hit the ground running, but they need to, st- the, the show creators and the writers still need to get a feel for what the show is, what's, who the, these characters are, and, uh, and Rebels, yeah, I mean, just like, I mean, Clone Wars, again, had to do this too. Rebels, um, we, there was a sense, what is the show? We know when it's set. It's set five years before the events of A New Hope. We know that Rogue One is coming down the train here, um, the film. But uh, what what's what aspect is this going to be? And it took a, a took a little bit to see that it's going to follow one cell on Lothal into the larger rebellion. Um, that. And this is something I don't think they expected to be able to do. That it's going to tie up a lot of these loose ends in these stories that Dave Filoni wanted to finish from the Clone Wars. Again, they don't, he wasn't expecting that. A lot of things he'd say is, Clone Wars, I wish we could revisit these stories, but we can't. Well, they found a lot of ways to do that. Um, especially with Twin Sons and uh, Twilight of the Apprentice. And... Uh, and bringing back Matt Lanter and James Arnold Taylor for those. And, of course, Ashley Eckstein playing Ahsoka for uh, 